Ahoy there, and welcome back to the Before I Go podcast. Today I am going to show you something quite personal. So some of this stuff is not going to make sense because it's personal and I don't know if it relates to your reality. I hope it does. What I'm going to share, I'm very excited to share. I have a list. In fact, I have a huge bunch of notes that I think I've mentioned is full of a whole bunch of insights, but I have a very special set of notes and the the title of this particular set of notes that I want to share with you today is entitled 15 reminders to snap me out of a funk and I think it's important to define what a funk is because sometimes that can be a really brilliant jam session with musicians I'm not talking about that kind of funk I'm talking about when when I am just in a negative low quality frame of mind or when I'm sedentary and scared of taking action, whenever I'm in a space where I just know that in time I will rise back up, but I want to get out of the funk, I have 15 reminders to snap me out of it. So I'm going to share these with you, and some of them are based on practices or or methods that, uh, yeah, may not make any sense to you. but I'm going to share them anyway. And uh, if you want to read a little more or know a little more about those particular things, give me a call and, um, and I'll take you through them. So here's 15 reminders to snap me out of a funk. If you are in a low quality frame of mind right now, I invite you to step through all 15 of these. I'm going to hit them with a fair bit of pace. But to be honest, this is kind of a snapshot of the last two years worth of work that I've done to make sense of who the heck I am and how this experience works, this being human thing. So I'm gonna rattle them off with a fair bit of ease, but every one of these is rather deep, as far as I can tell. So, here we go. 15 reminders to snap me or you out of a funk. Number one, create something now. Press stop. I was gonna say hang up the phone, but we're not talking Uh, Turn off the device, go and create something right now. If you aren't creating, you are consuming. And if you are in a dark place, you are consuming some seriously nasty thoughts. You're gorging on them. Gobble, 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 gobble. Right? Cut the power cord to that narrative that's looping in your head. Stop repeating the same trashy thoughts over and over again. Go and create something. It doesn't matter what it is. It really doesn't. It can be as fickle as you think it is. It can be as powerful as you've ever created, just go and create. That's enough. And the reason why that gets you out of a funk is because it reminds you that you are not a victim of your circumstances. Your circumstances, circumstances, your your circumstances and your situation do not determine how you experience life. So stop consuming, start creating. Number one, create something now. Number two. Reminders to snap me out of a funk. Maybe they snap you out of a funk too. Number two, connect. Share what you just created. Start a conversation. That's all. I don't, I don't care what you put in that conversation. Just start it. Connect. Right? The energy of another being, whether it's a human or an animal or other, is powerful. And we were not created to be alone or to fall into the trap of thinking that we are alone. So plug in, baby. 
Go and connect with another human being. See what happens. All right. Number three, ways to snap myself out of a funk. This one is very specific to the work by Byron Katie. So I do preface it, which is I'm going to rattle this off. And this is, this is deep and brilliant work. So if you haven't gone through the work by Byron Katie, this is not going to make that much sense. It's going to seem kind of obvious. But this is triggering some pretty heavy stuff for me. So here it is. Number three, underneath an unpleasant emotion that I'm having, if I can name what that emotion is, there's a belief. So for me, what the heck am I believing right now? And most importantly, is it true of this moment? I do the work, right? I ask myself, is what I believe right now true? And can I absolutely know for certain that what I am believing or that the thought I am holding right now is true? How do I feel when I hold on to that thought? Right? Do I really want to keep this thought if I'm feeling the way I'm feeling right now? And most importantly, is the complete opposite of what I'm thinking and believing right now just as true? Do the work. Inquire. Try and figure out whether I can know for certain that I'm existing in truth, whether I'm just making up my situation with some pretty low quality thoughts and beliefs. All right, number 3.5. This needs no explanation. For me, don't make God so small. Number four. Whenever I feel superior or inferior to another human being, that's my ego. That's not who I am. That's a combination and collection of thoughts and stories that I've created and conditioned and hung on to. So I am checking myself, right? Am I feeling superior or inferior to another person right now? That's ego. That is just a shadow of who I really am. That gets me out of the funk, man. It makes me smile right now. I love it. Number five, right? Nathaniel Bandon covered this one. No one is coming. No one is coming to save or rescue or do for us. Right? We want to be comfortable. We think that comfort is our goal in life. Happiness and comfort. So we choose to numb and switch off or abandon our faculties to go and create. No one is coming, Lyndon. So I go and I create. Right? People don't care as much about what you think they're going to care about. <laughs> Just go and do the damn thing. Just do it. All right, number six. Get over yourself. This is really important. I said it before, George Pransky said, the greatest gift we can realize is to the gift of getting over ourselves. This concept, right, that we need to be or are special kicks our ass, right? Of course you are special. There's no one like you, right? But this need to be special, right? This need for things to be 
just unique for me, right? People just got to get over that that idea of self, right? Move on. We're not that special. We really aren't. I'm not, anyway. Maybe you are. <laughs> um, and in this thing, in getting over yourself, right? I've got to call out introversion as well. A lot of people just say that they don't want to do things or create or interact or or take a step because they're introverts. And in the most weird way, right? You can be just as egotistical than the out there narcissists by claiming that your introversion and your need to withdraw is what holds you back, right? If you dig underneath the psyche of introversion, you're so obsessed with what other people might think about you or how they might judge you, that you don't even want to engage, right? That is self-obsession, right? It's not self-flagellation on the other end of the spectrum, but it's still an obsession with self, right? Get over yourself. It doesn't matter, right? It just, the self doesn't exist anyway. <laughs> That's a good one for me, right? Um, outside the smallness of your thoughts. <coughs> Goodbye thoughts. All right, number seven, ways to get out of a funk. There is every likelihood that you will die today. Life is fragile and freaking beautiful. If this is it, if this is it, wow, I want it to to have been a heck of a last breath. All right, number eight, ways to get out of a funk. Accept the funk. Yes, it is that old uh, reverse psychology thing where you think people will do what you want them to do if you tell them not to do the thing. There is a lot of wisdom to this. Accept the funk, right? I think I've mentioned it before that stress is only the tension between how things are and how you think they should be. All right. So if I think I should be anything other than how I'm feeling right now, assuming this list has popped up when I'm in a low quality place, right? if I'm in a low quality mood, it's actually my deep dark need to try and get out of it that can cause even more of an issue, like throwing fuel on the fire per se. So accept the funk. It is what it is. Welcome at laughing. As Ian Cron has said before, these are the cards you have been dealt. Now, what is the invitation? Ah, oh, what is the invitation? I love it. I love the invitation. Mm. Rumi has, has put this into words as well, accepting the funk in the poem, The Guest House. I'm going to read it to you. I've got it on one of my Spotify playlists. Uh, it's beautiful. The Guest House by Rumi. This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, 
Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. If I am in this funk, I am here to learn something and I'm only gonna learn and be curious about why I'm here and what this is trying to teach me if I can be open to accepting the moment I'm in. All right, accept the funk. All right, number nine, and I owe this one, I think it's to, to, to Eckhart. Number nine, in this moment, right now, is there really any problem? I'm breathing, right? As far as I can tell, I've got clothing on. Not that no clothing would be a problem. Could be a hoot. But right now, in the dark, challenging, perceived reality of your situation, is there really a problem? I am not getting attacked by a bear right now. I'm breathing. I'm not that hungry. As far as I can tell, in this moment, there is no problem. I can imagine one by creating future scenarios in my head, or I can try and reignite one from the fragile memory of the past. But right now, in the present moment, do you have a problem? Number 10, how to get out of a funk, breathe. Now I have a bunch of different tools in my toolkit that I draw from depending on the circumstance. And I've got them listed out and I'm not gonna go through all of them now, right? But when you find anything that helps you anchor back into the present moment of your breath, Breathing is so transformative. For me, the simplest of them all that I can do is just to pay attention to the gentle fading out of the very end of my breath out. And then to breathe in, and then to pay attention again to the last little fading part of my breath out. I said to a, a man who I love, hopefully he remembers me saying this to him. We're going through a, a, a dark, dark patch together. And I said to him, if this feels like too much, right? if this whole life and this situation, if it feels like too much, just take it one day at a time. And if the idea of taking things one day at a time feels like too much, take it one hour at a time. And if the next hour feels like too much, you take it one minute at a time. If getting through the next minute together feels like too much, 
take it one step at a time and if even taking the next step feels like too much take it one breath at a time and do that until you realize you are not the one breathing you are being breathed that'll get me out of a funk all right number 11 reminders to get me out of a funk it is all made up the whole game the whole shebang is all made up this entire experience of life is a thought or a psychologically created reality and it is made up there's this beautiful saying thought creates our reality and then says i didn't do it so if you don't like the story you are in leave and go and create a new one because it's all made up anyway Right. You make up exactly how you want to see yourself and others and your circumstances. That shapes your experience of life. It's all made up. Number 12. This thing that scares you. Of course, when I say you, I'm talking to myself. So this thing that scares you, Lyndon, or you, listener, is really, really of no consequence. We can get really serious about our lives and what they mean and it really doesn't matter, right? This moment, this thing in my head that is holding me back, it really doesn't matter. That's how quick our life is. Done. Number 13. Let's elevate up out of the smallness of our own personal self-oriented little situation of loathing or fear and go big so let's pull right back up there are a billion people on this planet that are about to do something very special or something very scary right now right now and there are a billion that are doing some very very ordinary boring things right feel the energy of the entire globe of human citizens. Breathing in and breathing out while billions of them do some of the craziest, loving, fear-laden, challenging, amazing, creative, sorrowful, compassionate things billions and billions and billions mm, that's big number 14 two to go ways to get out of a funk I remind myself of this this is the human experience welcome to anxiety welcome to pain Welcome to love. 
We are but momentary visitors to these lands and they to us also. Welcome to this human experience, up, down, in, out. Hmm. That's a hell of a ride, this human thing. Number 15, 15.5 for those of you playing along at home. It is always easier in our minds and it's always harder in our minds. Just do the damn thing and find out which one is actually true of this situation. Take action. Take action now. Which brings us full circle. Create. Take action, right? If I had a dollar for every time I had gone through the thing I was scared of or I had gone through the thing that I thought was going to answer all of my problems, neither of them would be true and I'd be, well, I'd have a lot of dollars, that's for sure. It's never as scary as you think it is and it's also never as crazy good or the ultimate solution as you think it's going to be. Just get back in, keep playing, take action. I hope, I hope you got what you need. And if you didn't, go and create it. Blessings to you. See you next time if I'm lucky enough to still be sharing stuff before I go. Ciao. All right, all right, all right. Um, sorry, I have realized that there are two more that have made my list of 15, which is really now 17 and a half ways to get yourself out of a funk. One of them, which is kind of obvious from what I'm dressed in right now, is get into exercise or take a walk. I can't believe I left this off, but the number of times I have gone for a very long walk or even a run, sometimes in the, the darkness of the night, and come back completely clear-minded and refreshed of the heart and the soul. It's powerful. So uh, just go, go and walk, uh, run, play, uh, find someone to do some sport with, but get in, getting into my body and, and just allowing the natural rhythm of movement to take me out of the funk is a wonderful space to be in. And number 17, ways to get myself out of a funk and hopefully that can get you out of a funk too is letting go and i mentioned this one i've just uh yeah just finished doing um, uh, an exercise in a course in miracles and spent a fair bit of time considering what salvation is and i don't mean it in a biblical sense or in a particularly religious sense but I came to an aha moment which is salvation is letting go so when I find myself in a, a tricky space what do I need to let go of what sort of idea of how things should be do I need to release what kind of idea of who I am my identity even what kind of beliefs do I need to let go of what kind of frustration or anger or guilt am I holding on to that I need to let go of um, let go right it's powerful to let go I think that's what salvation is and when I do, when I let go of what I'm clinging to because I've got so much value placed into it or holding on to it, I fall. And what do I fall into? Uh, I'll let you figure that one out for yourself.
let go. All right. Thanks for listening to the bonus too. Uh, I still love you. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening and sharing this space with me. I really, really hope this has served you well and it continues to do so for years to come. I love helping others. So if you would like to experience the power of creating together, please reach out to me. I'm here to help. And if you want to be on the podcast and leave a legacy, check out the contact details on my website, lyndonrochford.com, or you can find me on Facebook. I'd love to hear your story before I go. Wishing you so much love from the inside out. I'll see you soon.